Welcome to Wyoming Pathway to Adventure, places to go and ways to enjoy Wyoming's great outdoors. Brought to you by Wyoming State Parks, Office of Outdoor Recreation. Hello, this is Linda Fitchie, your East Region Pathfinder. Our guests today are the Owens family, who own Lost Creek Outfitters. Thank you for joining us today. Hello, Linda. Hello. Hi. Hi. All right. For all of our listeners who are not familiar with what hunting guides do, how would you describe it to them? Well, in my definition of what hunting guides do, we plan, organize, and facilitate hunts for our guests. Uh, That means, you know, we book them as a client. We plan out their hunt. We have all the equipment for their hunt. We take them out hunting. And then once they harvest, we take care of their animal and return them to Is there anything you would like to add to that? What else do you get to do during a hunt? Those are the main things, but the big things is is why this is a specialty is because not everybody can have a horse. And when you're talking multiple 60 or 70 horses, that is certainly an issue because they've got to be taken care of year-round. And all of the equipment to do the packing and um, these type of things, the tents and everything that's needed to provide a quality hunt. And I know we kind of talked about this a little bit ago, but what a typical day of hunting looks like and if there is such a thing as a typical day of hunting. So you can elaborate on that if you want to go by animals or types of hunts. Well, most of our trips are facilitated out of the Shoshone National Forest. So we're out of a tent camp most all the time, sometimes spike camp, sometimes a base camp. So every morning we get up very early, get our horses ready, feed our hunters breakfast, leave to our glassy knobs or the areas we're going to hunt um you know most animals we hunt are early risers they go to bed when it gets warm so that we kind of do the same thing we go hunting in the mornings kind of take the afternoons off you know sit around in glass but don't hunt nearly as hard and in the afternoons do the same thing again and return to camp and if you have a cook they normally have dinner ready for you if your guide is a cook they prepare it in front of you all right what made you start guiding well, Mr. Allery asked me if I wanted to pack bear hides in 2012. And I went to Alaska and packed bear hides for a fall, or a spring actually, and then I returned that fall and guided with my buddy Riley Pitts in his sheep area and pretty much been doing it full-time since. So was it something that you loved hunting before that too? And it yep, just kind of evolved? My granddad had camps. My parents did not, but mom worked in one for ages. Dad did. And We've been on the ranch for 30 years. We always had hunters here, and I enjoyed it. Nice. Uh, let's see. What are some of your favorite hunts that you've been on? Well, I like sheep hunting a lot. I've got to go around the world guiding sheep hunters. I've done Mongolia for two months. Uh, guided a lot of sheep in Alaska. I've done quite a few bear hunts in Alaska, too. Bears are always fun. And then I have a pile of hound dogs and chase a lot of lions, and I thoroughly enjoy hunting lions. What's your favorite part of hunting lions? The dogs. The dogs? The, the dogs are the whole part that makes it fun. The, it's a little anticlimactic shooting them there in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> we have one cat on our wall. I love it. Fun. All right. Uh, what do you do in a typical off-season of hunting? I love this question now that I've talked to you. <laughs> well, I do not believe there is really an off-season if you're a full-time outfitter. And we run a lot of hunters. 
you always have bookings and we go to three different hunting shows we go to the sheep show the dallas safari club and safari club international hunting shows and then we kind of plan and organize our season we prepare all our foods in the summer get our trailers ready take care of our horses we shoe there's really not an off season in my opinion right and what do you do for food in the off season i know that was just something we were kind of discussing also organizing the food it is a little bit challenging now for jimmy's i've gotten the opportunity to to support him in this area both his dad and i um for his sheep hunts those are all spike camps and you know being a sheep hunter myself i know that when you come to the end of the day you're tired because you've been up glassing you've been up a lot and then to have to come down and fix a meal is tough and these these are high dollar hunters that's out there so you know you feel bad that they're not catered to a little bit more but your body can only take so much so take and make it as easy as possible i can i've been a canner all my life and um can different meals for him spaghetti is one and all they have to do is is cook the spaghetti and and they've got a meal and the same with chow mein and all kinds of different things so we support him that way and make all kinds of muffins and everything and freeze so that they'll have something to eat for breakfast and egg bakes and everything to help to help out in that area and then the uh, elk hunts they're a challenge because you've got to have all the meat organized and everything in advance according to hunts so you have to know how many of course they do know early how many people they have on each hunt and everything but things do change and you've got to have it so that when they go down to the base camp everything is ready and you can I personally don't go out of camp once I go into so if I'm not organized and have everything in the proper totes then I can't expect somebody else to pick them up and for me to get, have what I need to be able to cook with. So it is a big deal. The food food preparation is huge. And all of that planning, all the planning. doesn't happen two days before you go out. No, maybe two months is pushing it. <laughs> and the more we do it, the easier it gets. The more lists you have to yes. repeat what you did the previous year. And most of our camps, we cook the same food every go around. So guides and us we eat the same thing but hunters don't know that we ate that last week too. So it's, it's easy to have six days of it prepared and you redo another six days of it and you'd think that that would be an easy thing well it might be great for the sheep hunters but for the cook that sucks so <laughs> i'm telling you that that was fine the first year because that was really my thought it would be very very easy boring so now i know that oh hamburger that is the meat for the night. So you're going to look at it in different ways. And I do a lot of early preparation. Um, some of it I'll, I'll do early um, meatballs, and they'll be all frozen and everything, or instead of making a meatloaf every time. And then one night this time we'll have Sarma's, the uh, uh, cabbage rolls. Oh, yeah. And just a little bit of variety. So uh, because... <laughs> Maybe other cooks it doesn't seem boring, but it was just a little much for me after about five hunts. So that's what <laughs> we do had now. The same meals for seven years. 
Nice. <laughs> and he hasn't gotten bored yet. That was okay. He doesn't worry about it at all. No, it doesn't seem to bother it, him. But. It's all prepared very well, so it's it's real food and it's not Mountain House. So. <laughs> that works. All right, what has been your favorite hunt in Wyoming? My favorite hunt is any of the sheep hunts I've gone on. I had a lot of fun last year with Steve Quisenberry. I did governor's sheep hunt. All four of the guys that sheep hunt with me were there, and we killed the giant, and it was a lot of fun. And Steve was a good guy. It was a blast. Um, killed a pending state record mountain goat last year, too. He was a pretty good goat. Wow. Um, I caught a lot of big lions. I'm very happy with them. It's hard to pick one that's just your favorite. You tell the buffalo too, Jimmy. We <laughs> a lot of aim that day. I did a buffalo hunt with my dad. That was a lot of fun. We seen probably seven thousand elk and sheep and moose and everything like there is to see. How much snow and how yeah. cold it was. Four feet of snow, <laughs> but it was neat too. Everything you get to see up there too. It's Wyoming. We're lucky. We have a very diverse group of animals to see and. Not any day is the same as the day before. I always think picking my favorite hunts like picking my favorite child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Don't tell my kids I said that. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe not difficult, right? That's, <laughs> we can't tell that one. All right. And what are some of the reasons people should hire a guide? Well, the reasons I think you should hire a guide, probably first and foremost, is safety. Like in our bear country. And I'm not going to say there's no chances of an accident, but we're prepared for what's going on. Then there's the equipment side of it and the horses and the accessibility to areas. Like we have tons of livestock. I mean, every outfitter up there, they have horses to get you into the mountains, horses to get you out. You're staying in nice tent camps. It's already put together for you. Um, hunts that are on more of the eastern side of the state, there's a lot better access to private land with an outfitter. I, you still get quality animals on public land. That's not what I'm saying, but there's lots of outfitters lease deeded ground to hunt, and sometimes it's easier to draw as a non-resident. And, and the knowledge of the area and the knowledge of the animals, and a lot of us have done many of that species and are very good at it, and that's why we get hired. I love that. And it's kind of amazing. We've had many people that has always gone on their own in the past but they've decided to go with an outfitter and they're able they say to have fun to relax and not to have to prepare everything themselves and haul it up because it's a lot of work Indeed. and um, so it's just a, a different perspective and being somebody that's hunted sheep a lot and now knowing that you have a once-in-a-lifetime deal on the top four, you'd be a fool not to get somebody that can help you with the spotting and everything because these guys are professionals and they, they know what they're looking at and they know ways to get around into country that most people don't have a clue about. And so if you have, and I understand being an educator, $10,000, $12,000 is a heck of a lot of money on our, what we make. But you know what? If that's a once-in-a-lifetime thing and, and that's what you have in your heart, you better start saving up because it is once-in-a-lifetime thing and you don't want to waste that opportunity. Very true. All right. How can our listeners find out more information about Lost Creek Outfitters? We have a pretty nice web page at lostcreekoutfitters.com. We also have an Instagram and a Facebook. Um, 
Um, it's also at Lost Creek Outfitters. That Josie, Jimmy <laughs> is so incredibly lucky to have a lady like Josie because she is the strength and has to deal with all the people that have questions that perhaps Jimmy just won't have to um, explain many times. <laughs> so. My Patience grandparents of a and my dad were outfitters, and so this is all I've ever known. It's been my life pretty much as long as I can remember. So, so how over, lucky oh, is he? I, I don't want to tell my age, but it's been a long time, and so it's been pretty natural to... I'm used to the schedule and how things work and stuff like that, but yeah, I think that we've we've learned a lot from the people that we purchased our camps from. Grizz and Ginger Turner and Jake and Kay Clark have you know, both, we've sat down with them a lot and, you know, we looked at different ways on how to do paperwork and lists and schedules and do different things and marketing and network. And um, we're very fortunate in the state of Wyoming that we have Wyoga, the Wyoming Guides and Outfitters Association. And Lori's super knowledgeable and the board and, you know, the different things that they provide for the, you know, the residents of Wyoming and then also the outfitters because their publication of their magazine and the advertisement that we get through there is, I mean, it goes to every single person who has, has a, a license or a point. I love hearing that because I think lots of times we all are so grabby about, well, not we, but people in general are like, oh, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine. But to know people are actually sharing that to make it better for everyone, I think that really speaks volumes about people in Wyoming in general that we are here to help each other out and to make it better for everyone that comes in. It's what it should be about. Yeah. And I think Wyoga does a great job with serving the residents of state of Wyoming, but also providing a lot of knowledge for the non-residents because it's really, I think, the only database where you can email them or message them and have like a directory that gives you all the outfitters and guides and then, then the areas that they serve and you can email them and then Lori can send it out to outfitters and people can be specific on what area and species and where they want to hunt and you know so it's a really good line of communication to to folks to find uh, somebody that they're looking for you know whether it be private land or the wilderness hunt or public or you know vice versa so nice and did you want to share your phone number for people if they need to get a hold <laughs> sure, of that it's okay. 307-272-2045 because right. you can always get a hold of Jimmy through me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure when I called his phone number, it said it to call number. you too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's who really knows what's going on there then, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Because that's, that's probably one of the hardest things is that Jimmy is out of service a very good majority of the time. And then he works very hard on the off season and the majority of those places are out of service as well. So... <laughs> So you're always busy and there's yep. never an off season. I like hearing that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much to the entire Owens family for visiting with us today. If you'd like some more information about hunting guide services in Wyoming, you can reach out to Lost Creek Outfitters or you can contact me, Linda Pathfinder Extraordinaire for the East Region. My phone number is 307-777-7636. Join us each week on Wyoming Pathway to Adventure. Your outdoor adventure awaits in Wyoming.